Hello everybody, what is up? It is Stan the Man and welcome back to another Stan the Man podcast, alright? I know, I'm fucking late. It's Saturday, the 29th of August, 2020. But I'm not going to be uploading this podcast today. I'm going to be uploading it, uploading it either tomorrow night or tomorrow afternoon, okay? I was supposed to record a podcast yesterday, Friday, but... I got called on to work, so I did not have time to record the podcast. I don't like recording in the middle of the day. I usually like recording the podcast like later on at night. It gives me time to edit and just end the day on a good note. But fuck it. Here we are. How are you guys doing today on Sunday or whenever the fuck I upload this? <laughs> you guys doing good? <clears throat> oh, fuck. <laughs> you guys staying inside? All right, you guys listening to people, you got are you guys like actually listening to the people who, you know, who studied this shit, who studied this shit, who spent years earning a earning a degree and going into debt because of this shit? <laughs> oh man, like fucking I I really wonder like how fucking infuriating it must be being some kind of health or medical expert and just seeing the amount of people like fucking disobeying the rules like I'm not fuck like I don't care what I don't care what this PhD master degree master degree in biochemical engineer motherfucker is there. I got God on my side. <laughs> like fucking hell. Yeah, speaking of that, man, a couple of days ago I was like fucking driving. I was yeah, I was driving around and I was driving around and near and nearly every fucking roundabout. I seen there was like people like holding these fucking Jesus saves. <laughs> it's it's like fucking it's 33 degrees Celsius outside. Fucking no wind whatsoever. <laughs> and the AC of my car doesn't work. So I drive with the windows down and sometimes there's like a fucking traffic jam in front of these roundabouts. And these people have the nerve like like more power to them they're just expressing their religion and they have the freedom to actually express their love for their imaginary friend but oh my god like you see my fucking face i'm driving i don't want to talk about a dude who moonwalked on a goddamn lake no (laughs) like fucking leave me alone so this woman comes up to me and we're like fucking talking and stuff like that while i'm like stuck in traffic yeah, like, yeah, like, I try to make conversation, because, yeah, she's a sweet old lady, like, bless her soul, and I'm just a fucking sourpuss asshole, <laughs> and she comes up to me, and eventually she goes, oh, no, don't worry, chat, don't worry, child, Jesus loves you, and before I fucking leave, the fucking asshole in me comes out, fucking says, all right, he loves you, right, then where the fuck is he? <laughs> I'm laughing at it now, but that, that's a fucking dickish thing to do, <laughs> And anyway, we are currently in the last few months of 2020. It's been one hell of a goddamn year, huh? Oh man, I'm not, I'm not excited for the end of this year. Not not because I'm like I dread what's going to happen. It's because uh, it's August right now. It's nearly September. In a few days, it's going to be September. Before I know it, it's going to be October and I'm going to be 23 years old. And by the legend of Blink-182, nobody likes you when you're 23. <laughs> Like, nobody likes me in general, so, and I don't fucking shit about that. (laughs) Like, you don't have to be a fucking people pleaser. Like, I don't need people to fucking like me to get shit done, alright? Like, that is one thing I know, okay? I have, like, this innate ability to not give a fuck about what other people think about me. (laughs) Nah, but usually in this, yeah, in this time of year, you can hear, like, the dande playing on the radio, okay? The dande is the traditional Aruban song that plays 
uh, during the end of um, either close to the end of the year or to mark the beginning of the new year. And sometimes they start playing that shit in June, <laughs> in fucking June. And I think I heard it play once. Yeah, that that was back in June. But afterwards, nothing. Like even it's been like strangely quiet and oddly satisfying too. Oddly satisfying too. Even though the I'm gonna be fucking honest, life is heading in a semi-fucking normal direction here on the island you can tell you can tell for a lot of people there is there is a big sense of uncertainty in the air all right you can feel in your fucking bones i, I feel it in my fucking balls something ain't right <laughs> like i feel like i can feel it in my balls <laughs> i can feel it in my balls boy there is there is something that ain't quite right <laughs> nah but yeah, my feelings would justify eventually, uh, yeah, the uh, government tried to impose, yeah, 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 the fucking government, um, announced that they were imposing another curfew, start, it was supposed to start yesterday, and it was supposed to be from midnight to 5am, and I don't know what fucking happened on my way to goddamn work, but they fucking decided to pull a 180, and said, oh, no, you know what, we're, oh, no, you know what, we're, we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna skip the quarantine, we're gonna skip the curfew, we're gonna start it on, we're gonna, we're gonna skip the curfew entirely. I'm like, alright, good, fucking, in the words of my, of my fucking wise friend, chum, droga, droga, perfect, alright? Then fucking, I fucking wake up at 2pm today, alright? Cause, you know, night shifts fucking suck. <laughs> and I look down on my phone. I look down on my phone and there's fucking news that hey nah the quarantine is back on I'm like I not bad seriously I f- can't you like oh man you're like an indecisive you're like the indecisive wife you're like where do you want to eat I don't know where do you want to eat I don't know where do you want to eat I don't know I can't decide by the way I want Baskin Robbins <laughs> like at the last minute they come up with a fucking decision like don't give me mama's uh like don't don't like fucking don't play me like that. <laughs> Nah, but I genuinely hope that people, I genuinely hope, like, people follow the rules, you know, actually listen to the people who earned a fucking degree, spending years of their lives, life earning a degree and putting themselves in the debt because of this shit. Oh, man, but nah, most people decide to put their faith in the alcohol and their fucking system and whatever imaginary friend they believe in. And, like, they know the cops are patrolling all over the damn place. Like, that fucking... And, like, some fucking corrupt politician. They fucking think that they're untouchable or some shit. Oh, man. Oh, and, like, they, they, they try to find, like, loopholes and stuff like that, right? Like, uh, the Sam's calling Verbot. Okay, Sam's calling Verbot, there is no... You cannot a conglomerate, a conglomerate with, like, more than 10 or, like, 15 people, right? And, like, they found a way around that. They, like, family members decided to, like, fucking have parties and stuff like that. Invited other family members from the surrounding neighborhood. From surrounding neighborhoods and stuff like that. And before you fucking know it, there are over 150. According to the day, BK, there are over 150 fucking families infected with that shit. <laughs> like, I don't know. How, how many cases do we have right now? Fucking uh, 1,100. Yeah, 1,100 cases, I think. That's a... Now, for a small island, that's a, that, that's that's quite a lot. <laughs> oh, man, but Jesus, like, I remember, I think, like, like, people there, they just stopped giving a fuck. Like, even I just stopped, started, stop, like, just stopped giving a fuck eventually. All right, like, I've still washed my hands. I'm still not going to go anywhere that I don't want to go because I'm anti-socialist fuck anyway, so I'm not going to go anywhere. But I think the fear of the first wave had a huge impact on the general public's behavior. 
Like when they're when there were barely 90 fucking cases, there were people shitting themselves. The borders closed, mass layoffs, empty streets, no traffic jams. Oh god, I missed the no traffic jams. <laughs> and like like other than people going out to get some exercise so they don't fucking blow their brains out. Like it was empty. The streets were fucking empty. Everybody stayed the fuck inside. <laughs> like, I remember when they first started warning. I, when they first started warning about the cases, they're like, "Stay inside. Avoid con. Avoid mass gatherings or parties." I'm like, "Dude, this is like an average Saturday night for me." <laughs> like, you're, you're telling me I shouldn't. You're, you're telling me that I should be fucking worried. Like, fucking hell. That then, like, I, I'm anti-social as fuck. I hate crowds, and those bars will those bars will fucking rob you blind. Why the fuck wouldn't I want to stay inside? This is my dream come true. <laughs> and to be honest, it was. I mean, sure, it was a pain in the ass to go shopping and stuff like that. And, and shopping and stuff like that. But other than that, I wouldn't say quarantine affected me that... Yeah, I would say quarantine didn't affect me at all. <laughs> but I remember, like, the general panic and fear. The nightly press conferences. The constant updates. The fake news being spread by people who possibly weren't fucking hugged as children. People stayed inside for days without any social contact. I remember, yeah, there was like one thing. One guy committed suicide. And even though it was never stated, most believed that during the isolation, his depression got the better of him. Poor bastard. Like, I truly wonder how bad it is. Like, how bad it is for people who genuinely need some kind of social, social stimuli just to, fucking, just to fucking function. But I already know how bad it is for people who lost jobs and are now struggling to fucking pay for the most basic of fucking needs. Like, I, that's one thing I fucking realized, okay? That's, yeah, that is one thing I fucking realized that a lot of people who are, who are like fucking complaining are like people who are, have barely been affected by this. I'm one of them, alright? Like, a lot of people who are complaining, they still have a fridge full of fucking food. They still have some kind of decent salary. They still have a roof over their goddamn heads. They haven't lost their jobs, but there's fucking complaining like, ah, I can't go to, I miss clubs. I miss partying. Yeah, yeah, like, fuck anybody who lost family members. Like, fucking hell. Oh, man, like, I think, like, what ended up happening, like, is the second wave right now. All right? Like, as time passed, the cases dropped. As the cases dropped, more sanctions were dropped. The more sanctions were dropped, the happier people became. The happier people got, the less they cared. And the less they cared, the more irresponsible they got. Like, uh, the truth of the matter, like, people are getting impatient. I get that. People are really getting impatient. Like, some of the top, like, some of the top, you, you, go on fucking Google Analytics and look up, like, the top search terms, okay? You, you'll, if you want to get depressed, look up the fucking search terms, all right? The truth of the matter, like, listen to me, listen to me, okay? Serious time right now, okay? Serious time. The truth of the matter is, this pandemic is here to stay. And a good model to follow is the 1918 Spanish flu pandemic, okay? That took ne and that took nearly two years to overcome. Sure, medicine has progressed a lot in the last century, okay? Uh, but people need to realize that there are nearly seven times more people living today than 100 fucking years ago, all right? And then some, look, and a lot of those people aren't even connected by some kind of fucking global supply grid. So even if we do get a vaccine in place, it's going to be a logistical nightmare to simply dis distribute that vaccine around the fucking globe. All right. 
And not to mention, you know, like the first people who are going to get those vaccines are like people who are on the top of the food chain, okay? Like presidents, parliamentarians, fucking stock, fucking stockbrokers and stuff like that. You know, the ones with the moolah. They're the ones who are going to get them. They're, they are the ones who are going to get the fucking, uh, fucking vaccine first, all right? And the wise words of fucking Thomas Shelby, big fuck small. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Especially, I, can't, I can't imagine, like, for those who don't have, like, any health care whatsoever, are they going to have to pay for the fucking vaccines at a regular price or just some kind of inflated, un, like, unreasonable fucking price? But then again, I'm not a fucking master in economics. But fucking, yeah, other than that, Wow, you, what have you guys been doing? I'm going to like add, add like a poll. What's everybody been doing like in quarantine whatsoever? Since uh, uh, I've been getting like some more photography done, to be honest. Yeah, I picked up, uh, I picked up a Fujifilm X-T30 in Maastricht in this place called Photo Express. I think that's, I think I fucking have a horrible memory and I fucking love the way it takes pictures. And the thing is, I used to be a fucking photography whiz. I still got my Nikon, my old Nikon D5100 with the 18 to 300 millimeter lens on it, which is a fucking great plate, which is a fucking great piece of glass. But as uh, time got more serious, uh, I started putting photography, yeah, a bit, a bit on the back burner. It wasn't like recently that I started, you know, getting fired up and started taking pictures again. And I don't, the same as my drawings, I don't post a lot of them, okay, but friend of my a friend of mine uh introduced me to the idea of actually selling my photos to stock websites like Alamy, Shutterstock, iStock, uh, Adobe Stock, that type of stuff. And I thought, "Oh, sweet. And I'll like give it a try and see if I can actually rake in some extra cash." And so far, I have some pictures uploaded. Okay, they're they're ranking great on the quality control. I just got to wait and see if that actually brings me money and apparently it does end up bringing you money. <laughs> um but yeah, so it's a great way to to get some like extra cash. I've been drawing a lot more, like I fucking filled up two more sketchbooks in the space of less than a month, and it usually takes me a month to fill out a whole sketchbook, I fucking filled out two sketchbooks in one month, yeah, and I've been reading a lot more, I've been uh, rereading, uh, like, what's it, I, I, here it is, I can't, I can't fucking remember his name, Yuval Noah Harari, I've been uh, rereading his books, okay, because uh, one of my favorite books that I've read back in 2019 was Sapiens and afterwards Homo Deus and afterwards 21 Lessons for the 21st Century. I read more books then, but I decided to reread them. Okay, I'm currently rereading Sapiens because, um, okay, I've already mentioned this before, like when I read a book and I actually really get into what they're saying, okay, if it's a non-fiction book and stuff like that, if it teaches me something new, something about a past, all that, all that jazz, okay, um, I will reread it to see and reread it to try to solidify the information, like, to solidify the information in my brain as much as possible, okay, sometimes you'll even fucking catch me, like, writing notes, like, I'm fucking studying for some kind of exam, if only I was that fucking diligent in high school, <laughs> but yeah, I've been, uh, rereading Sapiens, like, some of the concepts that he introduced, and some of the concepts that he introduces, like, even though it might make the fucking modern day snowflake squeal, he is absolutely fucking right, like in biology, like in biology, human rights is a myth. All right, nature and the universe does not give a shit who you are, how you die, or how you're fucking treated. But it's because of these common myths, these imagined orders, pretty much, is how we as a species have gained an ability that nearly no other animal has has no other animal has developed the ability to fucking communicate and cooperate on a massive fucking scale except during a goddamn pandemic (laughs) 
Oh man, but fucking hell. I think like this time the imagined order is oh no, read. Like, I know these fucking, these fucking, uh, these scientists, they don't know what they're talking about. I got my science book right here. The great book that the great God is giving us. <laughs> like, whenever I fucking think about that, I always imagine, like, some fucking redneck with a fucking MAGA hat, an anchor tattoo, because he was in the Navy at some fucking point, with a fucking wife beater, a white wife beater, with a suspicious mustard stain. <laughs> you know that typical book but yeah afterwards once i'm done i'm already making good headway with it once i'm done with it i'm gonna read homo deus which is his second book and then 21 lessons for the 21st century and i do remember a lot from that book all right actually okay so um so fucking uh, sapiens focuses on the past as it mentions in the title it is a brief history of humankind Homodeus basically focuses on what might happen in the immediate to far future. So I'm talking 500 years in the future. And then 21 lessons for the 21st century. It zooms in on the presence. All right. What do we expect and what to be mind, what to ignore and what to be mindful of? And to be honest, like in that book, I can't remember if it was Homodeus. Yeah, it was in Homodeus. Like that book actually introduced me to a very good concept that I will carry with me to the rest of my fucking life. We live in a digital age where there's a lot of fucking information, okay? Like, like endless amounts of information. And one thing people need to realize is that a lot of that information is A, not useful, or B, not true. So you probably heard like the old adage or whatever it's called. You probably heard the old expression, knowledge is power. But I think, I, like it mentioned in that book, all right? I think power no longer comes from knowledge. I genuinely believe not I genuinely believe power comes from choosing what to ignore with so much fucking what the fuck oh yeah that's a car engine like with so much fucking information going on these days and like going on like on the internet in the news and stuff like that like it, you have to you have to take everything with with a tiny grain of salt but yeah, that's also one thing that I've been doing. Okay, another thing that I've been like getting into, I've been writing a lot more. Like writing these podcasts have been like really fucking fun. Even though I'm just staring at like bullet points and then talking about it. Okay, like kind of looking at notes in class and stuff like that. Um, I've been writing like a lot more short stories. I've been I I've, I've been keeping like a journal. Uh, even I've been keeping like a journal. But even though like I I gotta it, it takes some time though. Um, I've okay. Um, I've even like watched a course when it comes to like uh, creative writing. I've 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 got introduced to this not introduced because I haven't really met him. Uh, Dave Sedaris. I started watching his stuff. Like really funny guy. Like really inter- a very interesting fellow too. I'm not gonna lie, an essayist. But yeah. Uh, fucking like take this yeah people like me along with a lot of other people they've been taking this opportunity for those who have the means they've been taking this opportunity to take up like new hobbies some people have been sketching i got one friend who's who's taken up fucking crocheting <laughs> like yeah he literally knitted me a beanie and i have a bean the beanie with me i got another buddy he's been trying to work on carpentry i have a dude fucking learning korean <laughs> um i have a colleague that's a that actually learned how to make money on the foreign exchange market, the Forex. I think I might get into that. I might try to get into that, but I don't, I don't think it's for me. Like, I'm already pretty good at saving up money in general. Like, I'm not a dude that's going to fucking spend money, like, on everything in one fucking go. And I've seen people spend a lot of money in, like, a short amount of fucking time. Money that they don't really have. 
fucking yeah yeah fucking one yeah in boot camp one of my colleagues they literally blowed their fucking first month salary in less than three hours and not on casinos just fucking drinking buying drinks for people that type of shit I'm like dude what bro what the fuck but then again he might have had like complete freedom to do that because yeah oh man i think the most money i fucking saved was back in boot camp that was fucking nice because like yeah, we had a roof over, and we had a roof above us, above our heads. Okay, I didn't have to pay electricity. I didn't have to pay any bills whatsoever. Um, I didn't have to pay any bills whatsoever, and we get we got fed three times a fucking day. So, <laughs> so of course it wasn't like I was like the ability to save money is fucking easy to me. But then again, I do have some tendencies. Like fucking, oh man, I I don't go out to parties, but I fucking love cigars. I fucking love whiskey. I fucking love rum. But those are like fucking guilty pleasures I have, right? Because, uh, yeah, I remember, yeah, it was like I haven't smoked a cigar in like a month leading up to me um, moving into the apartment because I had to buy like a shit ton of appliances, right? Like an electric oven, like an electric oven, the microwave, okay, a blender, coffee machine, that type of stuff. So eventually, yeah, I moved into the new apartment I moved into the new apartment. But the month le- leading up to that, it was just me spending an obscene amount of money that I saved up, um, saved up. I also bought a new car. So that was another huge chunk gone. But those are all things that I've been saving, like literally spending years to save up to. So it didn't make like a huge dent in my saving, but eh, savings, but <laughs> it still hurt like a bitch. But then after all of that, after fucking all of that. I still decided to go outside on a little porch, as I mentioned. Uh, the fucking the fucking house has a porch. Sorry, I had to like pause the podcast for a bit. <laughs> nah, but yeah, I, yeah, that's like I I literally did that. I fucking sat outside and fucking smoked a cigar on the porch, right? Like l- l- fucking like for like some kind of fucking retired old bastard. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you can like fucking hear me shuffle, like my fucking flip flops shuffle across the linoleum floors. <laughs> Like, I, I don't know why. Like, I don't know why. I, I got into cigars when I was, like, 19. But even, like, before that, I still had some kind of image of, like, me smoking cigars. Because I knew my grandfather was into smoking cigars. My uncle is into smoking cigars. But to me, I think it came from, like, watching, watching like, fucking, uh, yeah, like, watching Arnold Schwarzenegger, like, smoking cigars during, like, the Mr. Olympia and stuff like that. Oh, man, dude, like, back in my fucking bodybuilding phase, like, I had a phase where I wanted to be, like, fucking huge, right? I wanted to get buffed. <laughs> oh, man, I was fucking stupid, but this film still pumps me up every now and then. It's literally the original Pumping Iron, featuring the fucking Pumping Iron, and you get to see fucking, you get to see all the great ones. You get to see Arnold Schwarzenegger, fucking Lou Ferrigno, uh, Frank Colombo, all those guys, like, all the fucking bodybuilding legends of the time. Like, um, that, like, from them, I figured out, like, old fucking workout techniques from Reg Park. That's also, like, a legend. And fucking, yeah, but afterwards, like, bodybuilding was, like, too fucking expensive. So, like, ah, nah, fuck it, I'll just be the athletic guy. <laughs> nah, but, man, like, that was possibly one of the most satisfying, oh, my fucking God, like, fuck, how unprofessional am I? Fucking leave this thing, leave this fucking thing. Like, on, hang on, let me put this thing on fucking silence, fucking yeet that, it hit, I don't know if you guys heard that, it hit my fucking guitar, <laughs> nah, but man, that was like a, that was like one of the most satisfying cigars I've ever smoked, and even though it was like a Connecticut, it didn't hit me that hard, man, but I think like, it was like one fucking cigar that I smoked that 
Um, it was like an enjoyable cigar. Just it took like, uh, uh, oh man, it, just, it took like fucking too long to smoke. It's uh, from the company Kristoff. And they have, like, a really good cigar. It's literally called the Pissed Off, right? I like strong fucking cigars, right? But this fucking boy was thick. Like, it, it didn't... It literally looked like you took a fucking PVC pipe, sawed it off, spray-painted it brown, and like, yeah, this is a fucking man cigar right here. This is a fucking man cigar. <laughs> but, dude, like, fucking... You fucking held that shit in your hand, man. Like, you literally had... If I had to, like, bite down on it, I literally had to keep my mouth open to talk like, like that. And then, but man, dude, it was a fucking smooth cigar. It just took an, it just took an eternity to smoke. And it's, like, like, comically fucking huge. It's, like, disproportionate to your fucking face. I think they built that cigar, like, specifically for, for people who are, like, Andre the fucking giant. <laughs> Like, my God, it looks like one of those fucking cigars on the Looney Tunes. It's not a torpedo cigar. It's just like a regular fucking long ass. I don't know what the fucking name of it is, but oh my God, it was fucking huge. Like, it looked like a mandingo. For those who don't know, mandingo means big dick. Well, big black dick to be precise. <laughs> like, Christ alive, man. Like, fucking, okay, now this is a cigar and this, this is a cigar. <laughs> ah, but... Uh, yeah, the cigar I had, I had that night was just a Connecticut, and it was, uh, I can't remember what brand, it was, like, really nice, another good cigar, and I have, like, saved up for, like, really, and I mean, like, really special occasions, uh, if you, if you ever, if you're ever in Aruba, there's this really nice place called Linden Cigars, right, I'm, it, I'm, we're not sponsored, but I'm just gonna plug this shit, like, Linden Cigars, like, sometimes they have, they have, like, this house brand cigars and cigar, and it's made in the Dominican Republic, and when they bring it in here, when they bring it in here, you can either buy the house brand or they put it in a jar and let it infuse with Hennessy and it brings like this whole other level of flavor and smoothness to it and it just makes it smell oh so amazing and my god. Like if you're ever in if you're if you're ever in like uh the strip area near Salt and Pepper Bar in Aruba, yeah, that's a place to go. Like it's it's kinda weird that I'm like fucking infatuated with cigars, but I fucking hate cigarettes. Like I don't know, like, I really do not understand like it's both tobacco even though like one's fucking synthetic they're both equally as fucking deadly to you like detrimental to your fucking health <laughs> but why the hell do i fucking love cigars but absolutely cannot stand cigarettes and i remember yeah when i was 18 i, I was i was a fucking stupid 18 year old like yeah i'm gonna do all the things i couldn't have done like i bought a pack like unbeknownst to my parents i fucking bought a pack of marlboro reds and smoked the whole pack in like less than a week but they said oh no once you get once you get used to it you never stop i i fucking stopped like i finished the pack and i just simply did not feel the need to get another one <laughs> like why is that i am genuine i am genuinely curious to find out like is, is there a genuine reason why some why i prefer cigars to cigarettes like i'm not i'm not going to pretend that i'm i'm not going to pretend that i am winston churchill and with the understanding of the of a majesty's government that if necessary if necessary together if necessary alone <laughs> I can't remember the fucking speech, but man. Also, like, Winston Churchill, the fucking... Yeah, he's, like, one of the first leaders of the free world. He's, like, one of the saviors of the free fucking world. He smoked cigars. That doesn't make him a great fucking man. <laughs> but, yeah, I don't know why, but it's, like... Like, I even, like, use cigars during night shifts. Because night shifts, there's, like, no one around. 
There's absolutely no one around, so I'll just go outside and fucking smoke a stogie. It's a great way to pass an hour and a half, maybe even like two hours, depending on what kind of cigar you get. Like, I'm gonna, oh man, I'm gonna like try, like, that's like my dream podcast one day. Just have a podcast outdoors. I'm gonna need a fucking huge pop filter or wind filter in this fucking microphone and fucking have the podcast outside. Anywho, guys, uh, we reached the end, okay? There wasn't, like, no real script to this. Like, it was just me yammering on, like, whatever was on my mind. Because it's... I'm, I'm literally just... I literally fell asleep at 7 p.m. At 7 a.m. this morning and woke up... No, I actually woke up at noon, and but I got out of bed at, like, fucking 2. Because I decided to, like, binge-watch shit on uh, my iPad on Netflix. Because <laughs> why I'm fucking stupid, that's why. Anywho, guys, hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. Like, comment, and subscribe if you guys are seeing this podcast on YouTube. And I will see y'all later. This is Stand Man, signing off.